Hello, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker. This is Saturday Night, our quarantine show. Thank you guys for joining us. Tonight is a special night because it's not just uh, all of us in the studio. Tonight we have John all the way from Paintball Media. John, how are you tonight? I am good. How is everyone doing tonight? Good. John, how do you spell your, or pronounce your last name? Amadea. Amadea. Okay. And then uh, we have Matt the Crypt in the top left corner. He's not there. <laughs> He missed his opportunity. We have Joe in the top right corner. I'm here. Nice to see you. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, Gavin in the bottom left. That's right, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. And I'm so sad that Todd asked for the pronunciation of your name, John, because <laughs> I wanted to see how many times you had butchered butcher this evening. <laughs> um, but what I'm really excited about is uh, you, your project. We're going to talk a lot about that. And folks, if you are tuning in for the first time, welcome. And if you are a longtime viewer, I'm so, so very sorry. But please, for everybody who's tuning in this evening, make sure you hit like and share because it is going to be a historic show. It's going to be fantastic, and I'm glad you're along for the ride. Yeah, yeah. And then we have Josh Zubizabrikis, who will be with us for hopefully the duration of the show, but may or may not have to bow out. Nice to yeah, see you. Yeah, I'm going to try and bring everybody a different brand of bullshit that just came out of Gavin's mouth. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, but he's not kidding. Like and share, please. Uh, as always, it does help. And of course, lets everybody know that you two are quarantined at home with the rest of us. So. Very good. So why are we all here, ladies and gentlemen? We are here because, uh, well, we have a, we've been talking about a movie for quite some time. This is the history of paintball documentary. And uh, when are we set to go live with this, John? So the uh, online ordering starts as soon as you put that graphic on the screen, if you haven't already done that. And the movie will be uh, streaming starting Monday at noon Eastern time. All right. So here you go, ladies and gentlemen, stream it at Vimeo.com slash one, sorry, on On demand demand paint and then slash paintball history. There it is on your screen. So you guys can check that out. So, yeah, so that's it. And, um, to let the cat out of the bag, full full disclosure, we all have seen it. John, have you seen it? I've seen it uh, forty-seven times, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this week, <laughs> very good. Do you know? Do you remember t- time stamps? Oh yeah, I, I actually can. We were talking about this. My wife and I were talking about this the other day. I can literally recite the movie as people are being interviewed. Yeah. 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 So, Don't tell me how it ends. Don't tell me how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> does it does a paintball break on somebody in the end or no? No, it bounces, unfortunately. Bounce, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. That it's is all on. You know. all on. So, well, I mean, some of the stuff we're going to talk about tonight may be spoilers if you if you haven't obviously they haven't watched the film yet, but on the same token, most of this is common knowledge, so we're not really giving away any secrets. But um speaking, you know, as Joe brought up the first hit. So the first paintball elimination, or sorry, uh, sorry, no, the first paintball winner of any sort of official paintball match was Richie White. I did not know that. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Richie, I, um, White, played, Richie White played a two-hour game, never fired a shot, collected all the flags, won the game. Yeah, there you go. So he played with an evil omen. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, we were all privileged to uh, have an advanced screening of it. So we certainly appreciate that, John. And I don't want to reveal too much uh, to anybody who's tuning in right now, because I certainly want everybody to to download this, because if you've ever shot a paintball, if you've ever been interested in paintball, I think there's absolutely something for everybody in this documentary. Uh, so the amount of work that you have put into this is exceptional. 
and I can't imagine um, that you're why you're still married, uh, <laughs> because I think the, the the level of commitment that you had to put into this project is is unbelievable. Um, so for me, watching this, um, there were certainly times where I was smiling like an idiot uh, for, for nostalgia, and but there was a tremendous amount for me that I've learned, even though I've been in the game for a long time. So. I think there's certainly a little bit for everybody who um, has ever heard of the word paintball before um, to get the, the complete history over the last 20, 20, 20 years or so. What did it cover? I'm oh, sorry, last question. I didn't hear that, Gavin. Um, so what was the period that was covered during the documentary? Oh, okay. So about two years before the first game and literally right through um, last year. Um, so yeah, it's 30, 38 years worth, 39 years worth. And then paint and paintball will be celebrating its 40th birthday next next year, which is which is pretty cool that this has come out. So um, that's that's an exciting a milestone, if you will. Anything that turns 40 is pretty exciting. <laughs> Absolutely, you must be 40, Joe. I'm I'm beyond 40. <laughs> but the special started look- when he turned 40. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that- it's um for me the you know the earliest history that those you know discussions about playing that first game, um, you know leading into the first game and then the first company started and the first you know competitive company to NSG, those early days are just the stories are just amazing to me um, and most people haven't heard them, um, so that's kind of the exciting really most exciting part of the film for me is that those old stories that most people hadn't heard before. I, I found and- the economics and the whole business you know, end of it really fascinating, uh, you know, how, you know, certain companies were overtaken by other companies and mal- amalgamated and where people are. I, I found that, um, I mean, we kind of knew the Reader's Digest version of it all, but uh, it, 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 there was some insights in there that uh, I'm, I'm sure most of us didn't even know. It was, it was great. Interesting. Yeah. So I, going, I, sorry, sorry, go ahead, Gavin. Now, going back to the beginning for, for you, John, why? Why create this? Uh, why, was this uh, why was this burning for you to get out of your system? It's a really good question. So um, my wife, who's also my partner in the in the magazine, and I, you know, we're just huge history buffs, painful history buffs. So we thought we were going to create a YouTube video, you know, an hour long YouTube video, 45 minute long YouTube video, or, you know, a series, maybe six, 10 minute. Anyway, so we got rolling on this. And then we said, hey, you know, we really need to interview this person, or we need to interview that person. Or we started, you know, kind of formulating what we needed to do to make this happen. And we looked at the list and it was, you know, 200 names long. <laughs> so we said, yeah, you know, it's going to take some financing. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some thought. Um, so really it started out as really just an idea. And uh, because we're both, you know, huge family history buffs, started out as an idea. Um, and we also knew that there's just a huge amount of incorrect paintball history, history uh, on the internet um, and, and all over um, that we, we felt like it would be really cool to get the real story out there. And it just it just snowballed. It got you know it got bigger and bigger and bigger, and then it became you know hopefully we we're thinking an hour and a half project, you know hour and a half film, you know. And then we we're looking at well maybe two is okay. <laughs> Final edits were three hours and five minutes. We you know we cut a little bit off of that, um, and we ended up at two hours and fifty minutes. Um, so yeah, it just it's just it just happened. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, I can only imagine some of the uh, some of the things you've left out of the film. Yeah, so there is newsflash going to be a director's cut, and it's probably going to be four and a half hours or five, maybe wow. broken up into a series. On um, top of what you've already put out? Yeah. And does that include the 45-minute hair-doing tutorial from Todd? <laughs> I think we only have 30 for that. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Nice. 
So yeah, so, so that, cut it. that is the plan um, because it's just so much, um, I don't say so much left out, but they're great stories that we just couldn't fit in. You know, there's just so much you can, in a, in a three hour film, there's only so much time you can spend on the MPPL or, you know, or a scenario, you know, league or, you know, something. So yeah, yeah. yeah. our goal is to, to really expand on that and go you know, four and a half, five hours, whether it's a series or a one-off, we're not sure yet. Yeah. There's so, only so much time you can spend on speedball on a good day, let alone in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now that you've done this, not to put uh, you know any more ideas in your head or more on your plate, would would you ever consider doing just a straight out documentary completely on uh, like the NPPL or speedball in general, or just doing scenario type thing, just on their own, so they've got their own two separate? Because I imagine you had to cut a lot of stuff out from both. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we do. We actually have, um, we've been working on a list of what we're calling mini documentaries that we're going to follow up with. Um, so as an example, um, a 45 minute um, mini documentary on the sniper incident. I'm sure you guys know a little bit about that. Yeah, <laughs> yes. you touched, yes. That was one thing I want to talk about. You touched on it, but you didn't get into it. And I was a little disappointed in that. that and was, that's why, because, yeah. you know, we just, you know, we're trying not to make a five-hour movie, so the, you know we knew, go, you know, as we're you know editing certain parts of the film, um, that you know a lot more is coming on this topic. Um, we're doing a, a mini documentary on, on Navarone, which they're a fascinating story. First paintball team to ever get a sponsorship. Um, first, you know, super team in paintball. That um, was from JT, wasn't it? Yes, yes, it was JT 1987. Eyes paid uh, attention. Yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> so yeah, so we have you know we have Pro about. Fifteen I was, of those. I was there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we got about fifteen of those in the hopper. So. Oh, it's very good. Uh, John, may I show that second image? Please. Okay. So, here you go, guys. Help keep paintball history alive. New content added every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at paintball.media. Original films, videos, and photos, guys. Uh, all you got to do is uh, get yourself hooked up. Head over to Patreon.com/slash/paintballmedia. That's gonna be that's gonna be some exciting stuff right there. Um, also, I'm gonna go through this while I have an opportunity here, in case we don't get back to it. Um, these will be posted on social media, but a lot of us have already seen the film, especially the people that are in it. Uh, here we go. There's Adam Gardner. He's saying, "Great job." I watched the entire film straight through as I just couldn't stop. Um, here is uh, Machine Gun Mike. From uh, one of the uh, original Iron Men, he says, "Wow, so enjoyable." I won't get into everything everybody says, but here you can you can see Dave Massey from Hell Survivor says, uh, "We just watched the movie. What a great documentary of our sport! I highly recommend this movie uh, to anyone who wants to know the real history of paintball." Uh, Rich Martinez, Ground Zero Paintball, he says, "This is going to go over big. I hope so. We're all going to try to push this." Uh, we're, I, I know that all of us have been pushing the documentary and, uh, you know, everyone else I've seen on our timelines, they're doing the same thing. So hopefully people will take the time and opportunity to to do this. Um, it's also important. I mean, this is something that's going to help support our industry um, and, and gives an opportunity for people to, to realize where they came from and how it all, you know, how it all transpired. I mean, we're we're, we're lucky enough to still be able to talk to the people that are alive that in that were were around when the first paintball was shot i mean think of the guys that started any other major sport most of them aren't around there's no real origin stories here you had interviews and film of them talking about and depicting it so this is this is great if nothing else even from 20 30 50 years ago this is going to be a tool for for everybody to use right 
when it becomes a high school course, this this will be part of the textbook. <laughs> you know what? And, and I certainly recognize that you know we are not quite as enthusiastic as the project really warrants. Um, I've been really really excited about watching it, and I certainly hope that uh, everybody who has ever paid, played the uh, sport of paintball. I uh, guess behind this as well, because it was really well done, John. And I know this is not only, there's probably a tremendous sacrifice, not only financial, but for time-wise as well, um, to to do this project. But again, I was really, really giddy. Uh, it was exciting um, from beginning to end. And a project that is over 90 minutes, right, is, uh, is, is quite an endeavor. Uh, but for the two hours and 51 minutes or so <laughs> that I sat there, I didn't even realize it was that. You know, yeah. and then at the end of it, I was like, oh, no, no, where's part two, right? Because, you know, <laughs> you, you know in, in quarantine, we're used to binging everything right now, right? Um, but, yeah, I certainly, you know, it's, I, 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 I'm so grateful uh, that we've had an opportunity to, to see this. I'm so grateful to you and all your partners for uh, putting this together because uh, it's a nice time capsule. Uh, and uh, the cine cinematography of that was brilliant and beautiful. Uh, the stories and the, uh, it's nice to be able to see uh, people that I grew up watching, um, in magazines or on Warpig, um, and uh, and see them, uh, you know, what they're doing today and in uh, their contributions and and how much paintball meant to them and still means yeah. to them, uh, like it does for each and every one of us. So, bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you. Um, appreciate that so much. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the things for me um, that I love is, um, you know, some people that may have stepped away from the game, like Bill and Don Mills, who've done so much for paintball. You know, as time goes on, you sort of you know, they wean from your memory, you know, and you sort of forget, you know, the contributions people made. So one of the satisfying things for me is to just kind of document that all. And now it's it's there for people to see, you know, and people that may not ever heard of Warpig or Don and Bill Mills will know what they did. And that's yeah. Yep. But you think of even we just go back 10 years in time um, before before Facebook, before Instagram and, you know, paintball was operated on a series of forums like there's yeah. people that are playing paintball right now that have no idea that before before um, the internet there were forums but before before there was forums and before there was the internet there was mail and fax machines i remember sending out my original group organizer packages in the mail and making my logo with letter set and, and, and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that because and there was no no internet there was no way for me to find supplies you know, you'd call Crossman and Crossman would put you in touch with Joe Bordelotti at R.P. Shear in Windsor. Mm -hmm. And he'd tell you who was doing this and who was doing that. You'd, you would phone people. You know, it's crazy. And there, I remember that picture um, in, in, in the, um, the history of Aldo Peron sitting on his couch with his white shoes on and his pants. And, I, you know, I used to go to Aldo's house in Mississauga and pick up my paintballs and he'd had this bar and there's a pool table and it was like his house. He'd have, he'd have a skid of paint sitting in the sun, ready to go to England. And Gina would be behind the bar assembling nightmares. It's just crazy. Like the, yeah. what, what I remember from like the early days. And that's like, you know, 80, 86, 87 before, you know, that, yeah. that's, you know, back in history. So John, I'm going to take a quick pause on this. I know we certainly want to talk about your project. And, no and problem. So, yeah. uh, but I want to talk about uh, you. And I like to ask this about any guest that comes on the show. Um, how the hell did you get involved in this paintball game? What oh. was your, what, yeah, sorry. What was your, you still there? 
Are you talking to me, Gavin? Yeah, yeah. sorry, John. Sorry. Yeah, about, uh, you know what, because I, I know you've had a long history both yes. in, in media, uh, but um, before that happened, you had to have picked up a paintball marker. So oh, how yeah. did that all transpire? And then uh, tell us a little bit about how you got into the game and, and oh. why you're still here. <laughs> I will. I'll tell you a quick story. Um, in 1985, um, I lived in New York City and I had friends in Maryland and Pennsylvania and Delaware and Virginia. And we used to meet once a year someplace um, for a camping trip. And this this one summer in 1985, we were meeting in the Pocono Mountains in Pennsylvania. And we were meeting at a designated spot, about 30 cars, I think about 50 of us or so. And um, we all met. We jumped in our cars. We drove down, I believe it was Route 903. Um, and I was driving in the lead car, as luck would have it. I look to my left and I see a couple hundred guys in camouflage with faces painted and I made a U-turn. I'm like, what is this? You know, I pulled them in the parking lot, all 30 cars behind me, pulled them in the parking lot. And uh, they said, we're playing this game called Skirmish. And it was, of course, Skirmish USA in, in the Poconos. Um, we signed up to play the next day. Uh, I think we had 40-ish, 42 of us played. Um, three or four of us played for years and years on a team together. Um, and I just, you know, I fell in love with it. That, that very first day I played, I looked at one of my friends and I said, I'm leaving my family business and I'm going to make a living doing this somehow. And it took me um, four years, but I opened a paintball field in 1989. And, and really, I just, everything about this game, I love the competition. I love the people. I love the culture. I love the, the, creati the creativity of the industry. You know how really every innovation in paintball came from players. Um, and if we're telling the truth, um, once the players that owned the big companies left and the suits took over, the game took a big hit. Um, it just shows like, you know, the ingenuity of when you love something, how great you can make it. And so that's, those are some of the things I love and why I st stayed around. I, you know, I've been saying for 10 years, I think I'm winding down in paintball and I just can't do it. <laughs> just can't do it. So you just have, you don't have a definition of what winding down is. That's the problem, right? That is the problem. Plus, <laughs> okay. I can never sit still, so I have to do something. So my winding down is only working 10 hours a day or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, just because we have people tuning in, um, John, people are asking where and when can we watch this? So if you guys head on over to Vimeo.com slash on-demand paintball history, you can start start uh, you can, it start streaming on when? Uh, so they can, they can pre-order today, right now. And Monday at noon, the stream will go live. Sounds good. And you know what? We should get that out there. How much is it to watch this uh, bit of heaven? Yep. It's $9.99 to rent it or $12.99 to own it. So the $12.99 means you can watch it over and over as many times as you like forever. Um, and the $9.99, I believe, is 72 hours. Very good. Very good. That's, Amer that's American funds or Australian? That is American funds. Because <laughs> I don't know what $9.99 in Australia is. <laughs> Very it's good. About, uh, it's probably uh, $10 American. Wouldn't it be okay. $6.66? Yeah, maybe. Down. Yeah, <laughs> upside down. Everything. Yes, that's right. Or you can, or you can trade for Vegemite. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Vegemite and sandwich, as they say. There you go. Hey, uh, while we have you on the show, you are from Paintball Media. And um, this, this question comes in from Jim Winters. He sent it into the show. And I figured I'd wait until you were on the show to ask this. He says, what's going on with Paintball Media Magazine? Can you get any print issues from their site? Uh, okay, oh, can't get any print issues from their site. Anyone else having problems ordering from them? Stay healthy and germ-free, Jim. Um, <laughs> sorry, stay healthy, 
signing off germ-free Jim. Okay. So can we get print magazines? Are you going to get into that, that foray again or? You know, magazines is what I've done since 1991. Um, uh, you know, we still publish a digital magazine every month. We've done that for however many years that is, 30 plus years um, or 30 years. Um, the, as everybody knows, the print magazine industry is just, if it's not dead, it's pretty close to dead. Um, and we've tried, you know, to bring back print a couple of times. We did quarterly magazines for a couple of years. Um, and the fact of the matter is the cost of printing, the cost of shipping, everything goes up and the, the, the zeal for wanting print magazines goes down. So in the end, um, mm -hmm. at this point, um, it's just not feasible. We can't, we can't, um, with subscriptions and advertising, we can't even come close to paying. Well, and all those. paper pulp now is being diverted to toilet paper. So it's even it more asks. expensive. Yeah. And even before that, I mean, even before that, we're talking, I mean, if uh, we talk real here, it's $50,000 to put out a magazine every month, right? Or every quarter, whatever it is, per issue, about $50,000. And that's a lot to ask out of an industry our size at this point in, you know, in, 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 economic history where we're at. Okay, so here um, you go. Here's a question then. Give me a time period where that wouldn't have been an issue. I'm looking for when was the high point of paintball in your opinion. Joe and I would probably have similar uh, dates, but I, I kind of want to hear what, you, what your thoughts are. Yeah, I mean, from an industry perspective, I think most people that are in the game, you know, from the manufacturing point of view or media would tell you, you know, 2000 to 2004, you know, huge, huge time for the for the game in terms of how much money was being spent and how much money was going around the industry. I'll just give you an example. Um, with Paintball 2 Extremes in 2001, um, we had Kingman, Spider. They bought the first 19 pages of advertising in the magazine at $1,500 a page, right? So that's a monthly bill of $28,000, $29,000. That's just not happening anymore. But yeah, so those early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, I think Joe and I would agree with that. I would even push it back a little bit. I would say 2007 is 2006, 2007, where our numbers peaked. Then we had the recession in 2008, right. and things um, dropped off a cliff and yes. landed in hot lava and yeah. kept then went into an abyss. But anyway, then I, I would say the most, some of the probably the most money that was being made in paintball was probably in the 90, 94, 93 era. Um, is when, you know, costs and everything were probably um, e equaled out. But I, I would say 2000, between 2004 and 2007 was, was the peak. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if we're talking like overall gross amount of money spent in the industry, you know, it wasn't the 90s. The 90s were a really big growth time in terms of player base and things. But yeah, those, those early 2000s, probably right, probably to about 2006 or seven. Yep. Those early 2000s were incredible. Yeah. In, 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 19, in, in 1985, um, there were 50, 52 or 53 fields within an hour radius of Toronto. Like yeah. just, you know, you'd open the Toronto Sun, which is um, a, a newspaper every Monday morning. And there would be pages and pages of ads for like the adventure game, the survival game and all these other right. um, different games. I, re I remember it quite vividly. Yeah, those are good times for sure. <laughs> hey, so, uh, uh, are, are are the good times over, John? Okay, uh -huh. we've talked we've talked about a peak. Um, we've also sort of been playing around that time. Uh, yeah. If you're looking into your crystal balls, ding. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you think that was sort of the extent of uh, of our growth, or do you think um, paintball will be even bigger than it has been in the past? You know, I don't think it 
it's hard to say. I mean, I don't think it'll be bigger than it was in the past. I think at this point, we have like market saturation, right? Everybody knows what paintball is. You know, 1999, you can walk into a, a Walmart and ask people about paintball and half the people didn't know what it was, right? So everybody knows what paintball is and they either decided they want to play it or they don't. So I think we've reached about as many people outside, you know, our normal circles as we could reach. Um, so, you know, so now, you know, pandemic, <laughs> businesses shut down. It's really hard to know what we're coming back to. Um, and I'm sure we'll come back strong. It's just going to take a little bit of time. But I think we've sort of, we have a new normal now and it's not 2006, but it's also not 1995, right? I think our new normal is going to be pretty good. Um, but it's not going to be 2006. I think so. We are we are on the cusp of what we feel was going to be a rebound or a good year this year. Uh, Roger Reber in the live chat says his field started in 99 and ran all the way to 2013. And uh, Devin Schwartz, he says, moved to Central Florida in 2004 and immediately learned about paintball. And uh, Tom Bertrand wanted to know, uh, he was a donator uh, how does, uh, what happens with donators like himself? Now, I think with Tom, he donated, uh, some buttons and some trinkets, but, uh, what is, what, what was the donator level for, uh, for, for early release and, and how did that all work? Um, so there was a couple levels and I don't have them in front of me, but like for $25, you got your name in the film as a, as a supporter, right? Yeah. So if you scroll to the end credits, you'll see, you know, a hundred or so names, maybe more than that. Um, as supporters. And then there were different levels. And the $100 level, which was, I believe, one of the higher ones, the $100 level was you got to screen the, me the movie just like you guys did um, a week before its release. Yep. Um, so that's really, that, that. those are really the, the most common donations would have 25 and the $100. All right, well, let's go around the horn here because uh, Gavin's monopolized this entire show. Um, we've all had an opportunity to watch, <laughs> we've all had an opportunity to watch the movie um now josh and i maybe you guys but josh and i had to watch it in increments uh just with with what's going on in <laughs> Small our increments yeah so josh let's start with you what what were your initial thoughts or what are your thoughts on the movie what did you what did you like or you know any, anything you can tell uh, us about it i really think it's something that i'm going to re-watch a couple of times throughout the year just because i know there's stuff i missed and there was other things where you'd kind of watch and you're like, what? And then you you could try to Google some stuff and then, and then I look up maybe a couple of minutes later and it's like, ah, I, and you know, like I said, I was watching short snippets. So it was, uh, I, I'm sure I missed some, some really good stuff in there that, that uh, I'll definitely want to see again. But, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, Gavin, what about you? Maybe some highlights or, or lowlights? Oh, I, I hated the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it didn't like you either. <laughs> uh, All right, and, moving and, on to Matt. Again, <laughs> again and you know what, and I've, and I've said this, and I'm going to continue to say this uh, even after this program ends. Uh, it is absolutely a gift to paintball, and I certainly appreciate uh, John and all the efforts because, I, like I said, I was grinning like an idiot, and I caught myself doing so. Um, not like I said, not only for the nostalgia, but uh, for all the stuff that I didn't know about paintball and all the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And I could only imagine that was just a snippet of, uh, of information uh, that made it to, uh, to make the film. And when I when I saw the end and, and, and I was wondering what made it what didn't make it to the, the film, like how much footage you actually have on the cutting room floor. And I mean, I had a lot of thoughts in my head, too, like you need to be looking at uh, Netflix or Amazon or so, some of these streaming uh, services, because I think this needs to be accessible to everybody. Yep. And if you had, if you, like I said, if you had any interest in paintball at all, 
um, this will suck you in, right? Yeah. It, 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 there's, there's enough for everybody there. So um, it's something that I certainly I, I really value. And I'm looking forward to, I believe you said in the, this summer, about the, the Blu-ray copy or DVD copy coming yes. out, yeah. uh, because that is something I want to put my collection hold on to. Yeah. Uh, yes. And I give, give to my grandkids, damn it. Right? <laughs> I would like an autograph copy. <laughs> I would yeah. like a VHS <laughs> copy if you can. They're going to look at you and say, Grandpa, nobody uses DVDs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn, kids, get off my DVD player. Before we talk to Matt here, one of the highlights that Gavin brought up is I, I kind of like watching the film every moment. There was someone else that I either knew personally on screen or um, knew about or was, you know, recognized some of them. And it was it's kind of like watching this weird, like normally when you watch a movie, you don't know anybody, right? This was, it was just, it was just kind of a nice homecoming. But to, to Todd's point too, there was a couple of faces that I knew, but didn't know who they were. Yes. That you see in the background here and there, you've met once or twice, you shake, you know, somebody's like, Oh, this is Dave. And it's like, Oh, hi Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See you later. And then later on, you're like, Oh, yeah. I don't want to interrupt as Dave. well. Yeah. I don't want to interrupt, but it was also nice for some of the people that you were showing on the, uh, the documentary. Because I thought they died. <laughs> but I'm like, well, no, Rocky is still alive to this day. <laughs> Thank God you're still alive. Yeah. Thank you, John. You know, there's one, there's one scene in the scene in the film that's only a few seconds long. It's B-roll behind somebody talking, and we put that in there because it was just it fit the scene. And it took me about five views myself before I realized it's Jerry Braun and Jessica Sparks. Um, playing on a team in 1987, which is really cool. Like nobody's seen Jerry Brown play unless you've been playing for 30 years. So yeah. yes, and Jerry's still alive, so I'm grateful for that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Jerry, he had a great, uh, and, and I hope this is Jerry. He had a great quote from the movie, and this was when they were kind of uh, at, at debating about whether paintball should become you know legalized or not legalized, and we, he he was defending paintball. He said, and, and, and I'm going to muck up the quote, but it's very similar to this. He said, first game as kids that we all play is either tag or hide and seek. And I thought that's brilliant because that's yeah. exactly what paintball is. And I thought, good for him. And, uh, you know, I don't know if he was telling Sally Jesse Raphael that or Donahue or whatever show he was on when he was saying that. But That was actually to me. He was talking to me when we did that. Okay. That was, I thought him, that yeah. was a really good uh way to sum up our sport but uh matt what did you what did you think did you have any highlights in that um aside from tom k being it more than i thought <laughs> <it> would be. <laughs> um basically i really enjoyed the first half where a lot of the initial game was covered like that was a lot of information to digest but it was very fascinating it's great that you got in contact with those people were able to have a sit down with them and get their take on what happened and how it happened. I thought that was amazing. Did they want to be a part of this? Because it seemed like in the interview process that they were more than happy and were yeah. excited to have, not necessarily their 15 minutes of fame, but excited to sort of tell the story. Yeah, it's an interesting thing because 10 years ago, I reached out to most of those guys and they weren't really very willing to talk about it. They just kind of moved on. Um, believe it or not, the youngest player from that original game and eight of the 12 are still alive. The youngest one is now 77. Wow. So they're older and I think they're just kind of feeling nostalgic and they really, they really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and I think this is another thing that's really cool about the film for me is um, when I was doing those interviews, I can feel like for the first time in a long time, they felt like they felt good about the game they created. 
um, because I know a lot of those guys didn't leave on the best of terms. You know, there, there were financial issues and there were lawsuits in, in the early days. And, yep. you know, they left. So some of them left broke. Um, so, yeah, so they were reluctant at first. Not much has changed. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple took a few phone calls, but uh, in the end, they really did enjoy oh, it. That's yeah. good. Hey, just a reminder, guys, on Monday night, uh, not that John is a slouch, but we're going to have Simon Stevens on the show on Monday night. And why we're doing that is because that gives you guys an opportunity because the film is getting released on Monday at noon to watch the documentary and then come over to behind the bunker. And we're going to kind of talk about it. Spoiler alerts and whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the whole movie and uh, you guys are welcome to join in the conversation as well. So check that out Monday night at eight. Once you've had an opportunity to, uh, to check out the film and one, in case you guys are tuning in late, you guys can go right now to Vimeo.com slash uh, on demand slash paintball history. You can see the link right there and uh, prepay for your copy. It's nine 99. You can, you guys have up to 72 hours to watch it or it was uh, what was it? 12 99. Yes. And you guys can uh, download it and keep a copy for yourself. So you guys can watch it repeatedly. And uh, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. Cause I would like to have a copy so we can, uh, we can check that out uh, again and again. So um, John, sorry, sorry, I was going to uh, move on to Joe. Cause Joe ha- hasn't been asked about okay. his highlight. Um, I, you know, I really in, in enjoyed listening to Charles Gaines talk um, about at the beginning that his son sort of came in when he, he was, um, you know, getting shot for the first time and run with, with the paintball. I really enjoyed, I knew Charles game was uh, obviously involved in it from the beginning. I think I talked to him in the early days and I was trying to start a field. I called the survival game and they said, get lost kid. And, um, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, so I, I enjoyed that. And then, then seeing some of the old footage like that, that, Nightline footage of with Ted Koppel talking about you know teams from Mickey's Jihad against Not Berry Farm and stuff like that. I got I got chills and then seeing seeing the people in that old Tiger Stripe stuff and their face and all painted like those are those are like crazy days like playing paintball with safety glasses and you had cam stick on and people were shooting at you. you'd get hit in the face and it'd be muddy and rainy you'd still play people didn't yeah. didn't didn't 2020 on you man like people play paintball those, <laughs> yeah. those were the days and and that stuff and you know all all those names like marty tripes like he was my jt rep i would phone jt when they were in chula vista california and i would talk to marty tripes and i knew him because i raced motocross as a kid and he was a motocross guy yeah. it's it's crazy times yeah so i i think that anybody that you know has any kind of inkling and interest in the sport you really need to to, to sit down and spend three hours and watch watch this movie it's an it's really an epic it's an epic ride through you know paintball the beginnings of, of where we are it's like gavin said like there's no you, you can't talk to abner doubleday about his first time shooting a basketball into a fruit basket or or talk to somebody about you know lord stanley or the earl of derby um donating the first stanley cup in 1893 like but you can talk to these guys who who started the survival game the paint paintball i remember trying to explain paintball and what it was to people in 1985 well you go out in the forest and you have a gun and you shoot a paintball and you try to eliminate your opponents and they're looking at me like my head was on fire then and paintball back in the day was perceived as a bunch of ex-vietnam veterans running around shooting each other drinking beer that's what that was perceived was you Um, know you had to be 18 years old to play paintball and now it's like a 10 year old birthday party thing so it's it's really evolved um travis murner i pinned his comment in the live chat there is the link so you guys can go and prepay for monday 
Um, Wolf in the uh, live chat says he's getting excited. Wolf, I'm sorry to tell you this. You did not make the film, sir. I did not. <laughs> yes, he was in it. I saw <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, Wolf, Wolf, this, yeah, yeah. Wolf, this will get you more excited than your MILF Mondays, your hump Tuesdays, your whatever you got on Wednesdays. This, this, this is better. You take all those pictures and you throw on a white blouse and a pair of glasses, then you might get yeah. today. And that's National Library Day today. <laughs> and I, I, I'm going to go back to Joe's point about the makeup, the camouflage makeup. One of the things I, I remember from the film is, again, you can't put makeup on anymore because you're wearing full it's goggles. And it does. Stick. Yeah, and, and guys are still doing makeup. it anyways, coming up. Okay, whatever. I, I didn't do it, so Come whatever. On. But you still see guys coming to the field with that nonsense on, and it's like you can't because you're wearing goggles. But I, I, I think that was the greatest thing back then because you could really get into that. You, you know, you saw them with their fatigues, you saw them with their cam stick, and all of that sort of stuff. And and that's what the draw was, right? It wasn't, yeah, absolutely. It's not yeah. as PC as it is today, for sure. Look at right. that. That you know, that's that's paintball. That. Yes. That's the art of paintball creeping around the bush. Like that's cool. Yes. Now, or, or in, in sometimes you creep around the Brazilian. All right. So switching gears <laughs> a little bit, uh, while we still have some, uh, some kids watching the show. Uh, so John, you know, the world has turned a little bit upside down and a little bit different from what you had planned on releasing it. How yes. will you, uh, how will you be spending April 20th? Um, you know, with the, the whole launch, what will you be doing? I will be sitting at my computer, pushing the refresh button <laughs> on Facebook to see what people think of the movie. Cause you obviously, you know, I, I'm so emotionally tied to this, um, project. It's been, you know, two years in the making and, you know, I haven't hardly slept in two years. I'm so uh, going to make some troll accounts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, literally I will be probably just talking to people that are watching it and yeah. have watched it and, yeah. um, you know, kind of taking it all in. That's really the, yeah. it's a strange thing, you know, when you, when you work on a long project that has like an end date, but there's no like real satisfaction for the whole time in the middle, <laughs> you're just waiting for that last thing. And, um, so it, it's here and now it's, it's done and it's, I'm not even sure how to act to yeah. be honest. Well, like today was my first day off and I can't remember how long. Nice. That's, that's Hey, fantastic. here's a question. Not, not anytime soon, because obviously you, you, you need to get the revenue from, from all of that that's happening. But at some point, I would like to have your permission. And again, this can be down the road, but I would like to uh, stream the movie uh, whilst we're watching it with the people and uh, have, a, have a live chat as well so that people can, um, you know, join and enjoy the movie and, and maybe commentate with friends and be a big it, it'd be a it'd be a good thing to have on Facebook. Now again, this this will probably be wholly maybe past the quarantine and and whatnot, but I think it'd be still a fun time to do that. Yeah. So yeah, I would love to do that too. the The reality of the situation for us is um, right now um, with all we've invested in the film, we really can't afford to show it for free. Oh no, <laughs> I, and I get that. I'm talking like yeah. down the road. But down the road, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. And you know, it's in, when it's in syndication and people are watching it, you know, in cartoons and it's been on Fox <laughs> and everything already, then, then we'll show it. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of that, like one of the things that Netflix and Hulu and these kind of networks um, look for when they're, when they're buying into independent films is they're looking for the excitement within that film's community. Right. 
So if this thing, you know, if a million people stream this thing and watch it, um, that certainly bodes well for future things in, you know, in channels like, you know, Amazon and, and Hulu and Netflix. So that's, that's a really, this is a really important for us is a really important phase of the bigger picture. So, so if you guys would like to see fine. paintball on TV, get yourself yeah. a copy of this and stream it, show those numbers of support. That's how you guys are going to do it. And again, I've pinned the comment in the live chat, vimeo.com slash on demand slash paintball history. Go get it. Pay your nine ninety nine or pay your twelve ninety nine, as Gavin said, and I will agree with this. I'd like to watch it again, and um, with that, I'd be able to watch it again and again and again. So head on over and 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 do that, and then join us on Monday if you guys can. Monday night at eight, and we're gonna kind of have a debrief after the movie, um, and uh, not like there's any spoilers, but certainly you might want to try to watch some of it before we uh, before we have Simon on. Um but like for the love of god now you're not doing anything anyway <laughs> we're all locked down right? uh rick chard yeah rick chard in the chat is actually trying to get the trying to be able to watch the show for free he suggested <laughs> we play an extravaganza next year <laughs> you know next year's a long time away we'll see yeah yeah there you go um so here's a here, here's two things I wanted to bring up. And one thing that I, and, and, and this won't be a spoiler, but one of the things that you mentioned in the movie that I honestly did not know. And um, maybe, maybe we, maybe we, some, some of us did, but I didn't realize that both Jones and Oakley as goggle manufacturers actually came out with a paintball goggle. They did. I did um, not I know that. Yeah. I had a pair of Jones goggles and I put them on a tree stump and I shot it from about 20 feet away and it exploded into like 45 pieces. Yeah. So Even still, I'd love to have an original Oakley pair. Yeah. I wouldn't dare wear them, but I'd love to, ha yeah. I'd love to see if anyone out there has any Oakley goggles. Joe, do you have a pair? Um, no, but I, there's, I know where there's two boxes of Jones goggles, brand new, I think in boxes. So I, I'm pretty sure I have two pair of the Jones paintball wow. goggles. Yeah. Yes, wow. I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah. Um, I don't, don't think I threw them out. I'm pretty sure I know where they are. There is, and they're still in boxes. I don't think I ever wore them. After Joe. the documentary, they'd be worth something now because now that people would. You know what? Monday night when we stream it, I'm going to wear my Tiger Stripe advisor pattern stuff. <laughs> just like in the movie, man. I'm going to start wearing that again. Joe, I hate to suggest it, but due to this quarantine, you may have some time on your hands. You might want to take an inventory of all of your stuff. That you I've, keep just, I've actually just put, I've just <laughs> quarantine. This quarantine is not long enough, Matt. Yeah. I've actually just put a couple. I did a couple four-minute videos in in 2016. I just went through really quickly some of my guns I had, and I put them up on the on the Flagler Facebook page. So it's kind of cool to watch. Uh, and gentlemen, I'm curious uh, for the Flagler store if I'm able to order that sock hat you had in the bin, the JG sock hat. I looked. Uh, I think Todd, Todd Todd took care of the sock hat. Um, I think I might have one or two left. Because okay, I sold gonna... one of them, and then I kept one for myself, and then I found one. So if you if you de if you desperately need one, I might have one still. Well, John, my with my crazy hair, I need a sock hat. Uh, to <laughs> public, so. John, do you remember in the nineties? John, do you remember those JT No Sweat brow bands they had Absolutely. in in Tiger Stripe? I still have a few of those. I do. I do. That's cool. Very those cool. are those are kind of cool. Yeah. So I'll, I'll have to see what I can dig out um, for Monday. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Cool to see that. I'm not going to give it away. But one thing in the one thing in the um, in the documentary you cover is who actually introduced the first game of speedball, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, and uh, well, there's a couple other things, but I'm not going to get to those because those are all kind of super uh, sort of spoilers. One thing I do want to tell you guys about, 
and it's not necessarily in the documentary, although they are mentioned a couple times in the documentary. Did you know that Planet Eclipse guys are the creators of the most incredible tournament paintball markers, soft goods and gear, and they have the winningest markers in paintball and now innovators in mechanical actions, including the M170R and the MG100 MegFed Marvel. Anola Gay is the world's leading manufacturer of smoke grenades, thunderflash, airsoft, and paintball grenades for use in theater, film, photography, and of course, paintball. Pull a tab on an EG or next event. Hashtag pop smoke. Gavin, you're Arabs. on mute. You're muted, Gavin. Yes, Arabs, probably <laughs> made in the USA. Their thick welded seam, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options, and layouts are available. 2020 is here. Get your feels. They're shipping now. And ask about full color printing and custom logo options. Customize your next field with Arabs. Ruthless Paintball Products caters to both professional players and people who talk on mute on Zoom. They have set a new level of paintball playing apparel. You can over to their website now and use our BTB15 promo code for 15% off. And more than just swabs and pads, Exalt is a way of life. Available at discerning retailers, fields, shops, and shows. It is tournament-ready, battle-proven Exalt. In the beginning, not before the history of paintball. You <laughs> fell out of a tree, you stumbled down a rocky cliff, you waded chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog, and then you realize it's party time. You own a Tipman. Now combine Empire, JT Tipman, V-Force, and you get the world's largest distributor of everything paintball, GI Sports, makers of the new Tipman Stormer, QPU. DLX Technologies, guys, the manufacturer of the Lux paintball marker, as well as other great product lines like the SP Shocker, the Gog Enemy, and the Freak Barrel Kits, just to name a few. A longtime paintball manufacturer, they've got the gear that you can trust, and their gear is outstanding. For over 50 years, Altama has proudly carried militaries from across the globe through every challenging environment, including malls, deserts, urban, urban battle zones. Make Altama your next airsoft or everyday shoot. Or remember back in the original days, Jungle Boots. Not all ninjas wear black with advanced colorways, coatings, adjustable regulators, <gasps> remote lines, fill stage stations, hydro testing, and so much more. Ninja products have what it takes to keep you out front and always in the game. And do not forget, folks, they are made in America. Yeah, yeah. there you go. One more thing I want to let you guys know. Head on over now to Vimeo.com slash on demand slash paintball history. Put your $9.99 down, your $12.99, or whatever you deem appropriate, and get yourself a subscription so that you can start watching with us on Monday. Um, and on Monday night, we're going to have a live show with Simon Stevens, and we're going to kind of recap the movie and, uh, and and go from there. So definitely check that out, ladies and gentlemen. So, John, so far, are you enjoying yourself here at Behind the Bunker? Absolutely, as always. <laughs> very good so appreciate you guys what are you gonna do now movies done well, so you know if things were different i would be uh flying to florida with my wife sitting on the beach for a couple of weeks yeah yeah so we're gonna have to put that off until we can do that but that's definitely the next big thing for me well, <laughs> well let's let's talk about the, your your uh paintball media original films videos and photos yeah that, with new content every monday wednesday and friday so what are we what what should we expect to see if we sign up for that? Yeah, so if you go to patreon.com slash paintball media, um, that's where we'll have this. So it's seven ninety nine a month, and what you'll get for seven ninety nine a month is That's cheaper than Netflix. It's better than Netflix for paintball anyway. Um, we will uh, have all the hundred and forty interviews that we did for the uh, for the film 
uh, in their entirety, you know, minus the people burping and stuff um, uh, that you can watch. And we're going to drop those three a week or three a month or so. Um, then we're going to drop um, 1980s and 90s news broadcasts and footage from back in the 80s and 90s and do legal documents and all kinds of really cool history uh, three days a week. So you'll get 12 pieces of really cool history, old photo galleries. Like right now, if you go there, one of the things um, on the site is um, a photo gallery from the first game played. So, I mean, that's, you're not going to see that stuff anywhere. Or um, a legal document that ends the debate between which came first, the, doc the shocker or the, the angel. Um, or three 1980s news broadcasts that feature paintball. Just a lot of really cool stuff that didn't make the film. Yeah. Um, and really the goal with this, and it, literally every penny of that seven ninety nine that people pay will go right back towards keeping this history thing going. I heard it was seven ninety eight, and you were taking a penny for yourself. Oh, <gasps> the rumor! The rumors are not true. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And are we still going to see a steady uh, stream of paintball media online magazines over the next? Oh yeah. While? So we love this project, and it's probably the coolest thing I've ever done. But I'm a, I'm a paintball magazine publisher, and that's what I'll always be. Um, if I'm still working, I'm still working as a paintball magazine producer. So, yeah, monthly magazine is still paintball.media, www.paintball.media. Yeah. Yep. Now, I'm not going to give it away who, but we're going to have one of your editors uh, or submitters on our show in a week or two. Um, I don't have my sheet of which day we've chose to have this person on, but pretty excited. Uh, this person is both handsome and knowledgeable. And uh, should be fun to have. Yes. Should be ha fun to have. Awesome. So what else do we want to talk to John about whilst we have him on the show? We have him for a few more minutes. Um, yeah. I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you a cool thing that I, that, that I learned in the research here, if you don't mind. Um, Fine. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. In researching, I went back and looked at a bunch of different sports like skateboarding, surfing, inline skating, all these kind of action sports. And there's literally no sport that has a start date. It might be 1950, it might be 1954, it might be 1970, it might be 1800s or the 1900s. We actually have a moment in time where our game started. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that is really should be treasured for and not game. to sound callous about that because that in itself is fantastic but in the movie when you said there was no pictures or videos taken of the first game i was like come on really yeah so they were so <laughs> intent those those first 12 guys were so intent in playing a survival game every man for themselves they actually had you know sports illustrated photographer was there they had uh, a couple other photographers there but they wouldn't allow them to, to actually shoot the game so they did before and after photos and then they staged some photos for Life Magazine and Sports Illustrated and Time Magazine, they staged those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, during the actual game, they didn't take any pictures. Yeah, and that's- I have some of those original um, uh, articles from People Magazine and Time yeah. Life with my um, 1984 uh, Penthouse and Playboy magazines. <laughs> and all of your National Geographics. And my National Geographics. <laughs> Which he used just for projects. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I yeah that was another thing. I, I'm surprised how many magazines it the story made it to. It's it's almost like they actively went out and pursued uh, these magazines. But it sound it almost made it sound like they were accepting and wanting to have all this you know these stories but, put in. But, 
but Todd, in 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 the beginning, when this when this when when paintball war games or survival game first started, it was it was revolutionary. It was you could this is the coolest thing. There was no trampoline places. There was no bubble soccer. The only cool thing you could do was bowling. And this was like, this is the next greatest thing for like adults to do you could go out yeah. and relive your be a kid again you could play cops and robbers hide and go seek you got to dress up in camouflage crawl around with your friends then paint your face man there was nothing like this in in 1981 or 82 or 83 it was crazy there were no video games there's no nothing so and so, so here's the question hurt. go ahead go for it. so uh, it, it, did, it didn't hurt that four of the guys that played the first game were professional writers too you know, they were writing for big magazines, Sports Illustrated, Sports yeah, Appeal. That's true. It sounded like the people that they chose to play this game were were almost intentional. Hence the the yes. wife of the uh, of the congressman or the the senator, the rather. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but oh yeah, sorry. Spoiler alert! Spoiler <laughs> alert! Skip ahead. Um, how much did you guys want to punch the people in the movie that were advocating against paintball? They they were the weird looking odd characters. They were almost looked like they were typecast for that role, and you just like it got heated. And uh, Deborah was right in there, and she was she was fighting back. But like these guys, it's like they drank the wrong Kool Aid. Like you, you could tell that they just weren't. Yeah. Well, the the one uh, guy I name escapes me now. The one who's in multiple scenes. Tony. Um, he was a psychi- psychologist, um, and he was so afraid that this was going to ruin America, is now spending the next 20 years in prison and spent the last 10 in prison for trading uh, drugs for female favors. So, yeah, so this guy who was worried about America is in prison for <laughs> that. So that would, I was curious about that. I mean, so you've done a little bit of research. Did you try, <laughs> to, did you try to reach out to uh, any of those naysayers and see what their position was uh, today? Yeah, I reached out to all of those people, um, and I didn't get a response back from any of them. Strange. And I know, so there's really like four or five guys that were just on the circuit doing all the talk shows in the 80s. And uh, I know those guys <laughs> probably have a little bit of regret because they chose the wrong side of the fight, um, and they came out not looking so great. But uh, if you you could do a little homework and find out some of those guys' careers didn't go very well. Yeah. The highlight of that time piece in the documentary was there was some really stellar facial hair and mustaches. Yes, Jim Lively had a great picture there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They certainly did. So th- there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I I I don't know what to tell you. Um, the you know we we showed you some of the reviews tonight. Uh, we've talked to you guys. We've all seen the show. It's three hours. It's it's a long watch if you're gonna you know if you're gonna sit down and watch it in one thing. I would recommend you guys paying the twelve ninety five in order to get it for uh, sorry twelve ninety nine for you so you guys be able to watch it whenever you can. Uh, but he does give you seventy two hours for the nine ninety nine. I know it took me almost a half a day to get through it, maybe a little bit longer. Um, so so do spend the time, but it's well worth it. Joe, I. John, you, you said you mentioned there there may be a director's cut or a read a reduct yes. version, redo version out. Now, when you do the redo version uh, component, will there be a scene where the Huey goes down in a monsoon and then the the Playboy bunnies come in? Come on, um, Gavin, you liked it. <laughs> that would only be in if we had a ten hour movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, speaking of Gavin, don't think you're going to get away with this because Joe just posted in the live ca- uh, live comment section. You shaved. 
Uh, yeah, you know, we, we have John here about his beautiful documentary, and you're focused on my facial hair. <laughs> well, I, I gave John 45 minutes of lip service before I brought it up, but I did want to bring it up. So, Well, it's a, it's a special occasion, so it had to be my formal face. Right? Oh. Um, yeah, um, so, yeah, again, John, uh, I shave for you. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. I didn't shave for you, Gavin. Sorry. <laughs> the beardies are almost winning in this fight right now. Oh, well. Well, we should probably wrap it up here, John. Thank you so much for being on the program. Any, anyone else have any flow, uh, final uh, thoughts or clothing, closing things to say? I've been noticing a lot of people in, in the chat whizzing by and saying they ordered, they've bought. So hopefully um, this gets some mileage. But I, I we need to, you know, I, I'm in a lot of uh, paintball groups and other groups, and I, I've mentioned it around. A lot of people don't know that this is dropping. So anybody that's, you know, watching, you know, share share some of these graphics so we, we can really get it out and I, I hope the manufacturers that have supported this um, along with the whole paintball hashtag paintball or PB strong initiative will will give this a share on their social media platforms because it's going to reach it's going to reach a lot of people if the manufacturers will unite for the history of paintball and give this a great big giant share so let's let's hope we can get some PB strong behind that. Appreciate that, Joe. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, Matt, thank you for being on the show tonight, sir. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, it was great talking with you, John, and hearing uh, hearing more about some of the side stories and backstories of that you cut from the video. But uh, yeah, I look forward to uh, purchasing and rewatching it come uh, Monday. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate that. There you yeah. go, Gavin Charmer from Terra Tech Industries. Thank you for being on the show tonight. Again, wonderful to be here, folks, and make sure you hit that like and share button. And one more, one more request is you have to download this damn movie, <laughs> uh, whether it's by rental or by purchase, because this is an important part uh, of our community and our, of our sport. So please get behind this. Yeah, don't worry about sh liking and sharing this video. Just go buy the link and uh, we'll worry about the like and share the next time. What about you, Josh? Uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you to John. Um, you know, it's, uh, I, it's rather special for myself to be able to be involved in a sport where I not only know where it came from and how it came about, but to have video proof of all that, that is fantastic. I've been a big hockey fan all my life. I, and, you know, and to this day, they still, they're still kind of, ah, uh, we think this happened during the first game. We kind of think it was here. We kind of, they're like, no, it's like, here, here's the birthplace of paintball. It happened, you know, like right here, right? Which is fantastic. And we know that and it's all in video and it's, you know, it's greatly appreciated. And uh, if anybody's out there that considers themselves a paintball player or they want to get into it, this is for sure something you need to see. I, 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 would, I wouldn't even say to people, uh, rent it to watch. Just buy it. Just go ahead and buy it. Just $3 more. Go for it. Yeah. Yep. Just get it. And don't forget, Monday night we're going to rehash the movie, but we also want to know what snacks and treats you're eating because Gavin's very interested. So keep a log of yes. what... <laughs> it's all about the food. <laughs> That's right. And Joe, thank you for being on the show. Thanks again for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Um, a couple a couple things. Devin Swartz says he's a, a, a paintball social media sharing machine. He's going to share it everywhere. So thank you very much. And um, Dwayne King, bag of chips, our snack food, our favorite in our house, um, says, great show. See you Monday night. 
Thanks, John, for spending uh, your Saturday night with us when you could be watching the One World All at Home concert. You can catch the last (laughs) couple hours of it now. But thanks very much for tuning in. And great. And again, what a fantastic, what a fantastic uh, paintball presentation you've created for all of us. Thank you, guys. Thank you all. I appreciate it so much. It was great to be on. And thanks for helping me share this. No problem. All right, guys, we're going to say good night. John, don't go anywhere. We're going to end the show. We'll come right back. Um, Thanks, guys. We'll see you guys on Monday night.